0: Hello there, all you clockholes and clock suckers! It is your voice of choice, former mayor of Hell, Paul Casey, here to bring you yet another free episode of Paul and All being released from behind the paywall over at Content Club. This is one of the last few episodes being released uninterrupted uh, <laughs> via Content Club because the back catalog is just about out. Uh, so if you want to check out some new episodes early and uninterrupted, you could go check those out over at Content Club. That is our newly rebranded Patreon. It's patreon.com slash clockshelves, uh, including an upcoming episode of Polynol before it gets released here, featuring a sequel of sorts to this episode, which uh, is where I talk a bit about my trip out to Detroit, and I talk about with the now Mrs. Bree Walken. Uh, of course, in the sequel uh, episode, I talk with Mr. Jake Walken about things from another sort of uh, perspective there. You can get that episode early and uninterrupted. You could have gotten this episode early and uninterrupted. Uh, and without this little voiceover from me at the beginning, you can get exclusive stuff, uh, such as a Beatles podcast I'm doing with my father every month. There is a bonus episode of Paul and all that will never be released here on the main feed where, uh, myself and a good friend of mine, uh, we, uh, we tiptoe the line of legality and discuss a rejected pilot uh for something a sequel series of sorts to a, a very popular show so you could go check that out of course it is all happening early and or uninterrupted over at Content Club that is Clock Shelves Entertainment's newly rebranded Patreon available at patreon.com slash clock shelves go sub that is your hub it is content club go check it out it is the best way to help us keep the mics and lights on in addition to sharing and you know the continued downloads and all of that that you do for all of us here so without further ado check out this episode that you could have gotten early via content club I'm gonna keep hammering that home uh, presented uninterrupted via content club here is polynol quote I'm the bride. This is a Clock Shelves Podcast Network production. chat about this and that oh yes no stress we keep coming back jbc and all his friends from far and near maybe make you cry maybe bring you some cheer so many people with so much to say from pop culture to travel weird news to q a no topic is too small here on our show paul and all hello everyone and welcome to another episode of paul and all as always i'm your host paul casey and i am absolutely delighted to have our guest back on today first time she's ever on by herself go ahead and reintroduce yourself uh
1: my name's brianna i am jake's uh wife now
0: <laughs> it's mrs jake everyone jake of course a recurring guest on this show and all the shows that i do uh Bri has been on one i believe one other episode as of this point there was couples sort of competition thing we did Um, but I knew that after the wedding which of course we're probably going to cover a lot of this stuff over the course of multiple episodes with Jake because I haven't even done an episode with him about anything post-wedding we did some pre-wedding talk uh, a few weeks before but uh, because I was with him for some of the day of the wedding stuff and a few days before and whatnot, went out there again. We'll cover a lot of this in this episode and and in future episodes and things. But I thought, what about getting the perspective of the bride? And I have been excited to do this. We had to postpone by almost a week because I got a cold (laughs) which really sucked my my nose might sound a little uh stuffy still i apologize for that but um it's been a few weeks now since the wedding um and uh other than just briefly what we talked about before we started how are you feeling everything sort of post-wedding like the hype is is i don't want to say over now but you know you're past all of the the, oh my goodness, what's going to be the last minute things. Like now you're kind of settling into married life. How's that going?
1: I mean, it's the same. Like I tell everybody, it's just just the same. It's just another ring on my finger. Um, We went right back right after the wedding. So we didn't have our honeymoon, which we just got, we just planned our honeymoon. Um, It's 10 days in Greece, which I'm super excited about, but um, that's in August. So I have to wait. (laughs) So it's nothing, nothing,
0: um, nothing new though. Well, I know that was something. So the last time that I had recorded with, with Jake, that was one of the things that he said was because the two of you uh, were, you know, already like living together and things. And of course I kind of gave much or whatever, obviously, you know, just kidding. and, And that nothing has really changed. Like, because you guys were basically already married for all intents and purposes.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it's 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 honestly like it's it's not nothing crazy except a title. Like it's weird when I say my fiance, it's now Jake, my husband, and like it just catches me from surprise. Like, wow, I just got married, and I'm just saying this. And someone actually at work said, "You are you are uh, what did they say?" Uh that is a wife line. I said that's exactly what I have to say. <laughs> it's really funny. Cuz like I was I was not particularly bossy, but I was uh I said a line like what a wife would say like go go do your go do the dishes or something like that. It was just really funny. He's like that's what a wife would say. I said exactly. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, cuz I am one now. <laughs> well, but, yeah. I know even uh was it It wasn't the day after the wedding. I think it was maybe two days when uh, he and I, we went to, uh, there's a Christmas shop, um, what, about an hour away from from where you guys are at out there or something? We went and um, he made reference to you, to one of the the people at the checkout. We were talking about something and he's like, oh, my fiance. And he goes, oh, no, my wife. And I looked at him. I said, (laughs) yeah, man, you got to get used to saying that now. (laughs)
1: Right. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, but you know, there's nothing crazy though. I think it's, it's just another title, another ring. And one of the, like Jake has been playing with his ring for, since he got married. And I say, look, you're going to lose it. And you're going to come home and you're going to be like, honey, I lost it. And I'm going to be like, Well, I told you
0: not to play with it. Well, see, what has to happen is you have to, like, keep feeding him and fatten him up so that the ring can't, like, move from his finger so he can't play with it so much. You ever see that with, like, some older married couples where, like, the guy has had the ring on so long that, like, his fat sort of goes over parts of the ring? That's (laughs) what you need to get. You need to just fatten him up a little bit.
1: Well, you, you ever heard the saying, like, when you have a child, the your spouse will gain a bunch of weight? So, let's... maybe? <laughs>
0: <laughs> not right away, though, right? We've talked about that. Not, that's thats not in the cards right away.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. We, we want to do... we have a lot of plans in the next year or so before we have children, so...
0: Of course. Um, but so, let's go back a little bit. Um, so... He's told us the story on here. Um, and I know a little bit. Well, I, I knew a little bit before that he was going to propose to you, you two. So, for anybody who isn't aware, um, many, many moons ago, what two years or so, you guys took the, the cross country yeah. road trip
1: yeah two years
0: ago yeah yeah you guys did route 66 um ended up in california i think you guys took a few detours just to f- hit a few extra states and like landmarks and things if i'm not mistaken but he got okay. sick somewhere along the way but i remember bef- yeah. i remember before that he specifically made the comment to me and again he already knew so i don't want this to come off negatively he probably tells it better than I do because it's his particular inflection and whatnot. but he kind of made the joke to me of like at the end of it like I'm I'm gonna propose or whatever and he was like, you know I I just know that if I can manage, to get through these four, what is it, seven days or fourteen days or whatever, in a car with her, that I could spend the rest of my life with her, and like obviously he he knew, like he he knew anyway. It was just the 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 joke, but I just remember, um, I remember following along your guys' trip, and I might have messaged once or twice or whatever. But you know, when when he's away or when you guys are away, like I try not to necessarily bother you too much. Um, him and I. We, we talk quite a bit. We still do. And, you know, if you go, people go back and listen to uh, earlier episodes, we talk about how we used to talk every day and then, you know, or at least a few times a week or whatever. It's definitely gotten to be where there are some longer periods now, just because, especially in the months leading up to the wedding, I was like, Hey, you know, he'd be like anything like trivial. I don't necessarily need to like, quote unquote, bother him with, but I know if I need something, he'll be there. If, if he needs something, I'm there. But I knew, obviously, you guys were going through a bunch of stuff with planning the wedding and whatnot. Actually, as of this recording, I just texted him today about something. Um, But I was trying not to necessarily bother you both so much. But I remember I was at work and I remember that the the it was something about, you know, we were coming up on the very last day and you guys were getting to that that spot in California and whatnot. And I remember just sitting there and I was telling people at work, like, my best friend is getting engaged today. Because I was like, well, of course she's going to say yes. Why wouldn't she say yes? Like, there was never a doubt in my mind that you would say no. And so I was just like, oh, my, you know, my best friend is getting engaged today. And I was with my uh, now ex at the time and I was, like, texting her and I was like, I haven't heard anything. And I was like, at a certain point, I did start to be, I was like, oh, like there was like a brief thought of like, Oh no, why haven't I heard anything? And then um, it got posted on Facebook and I got sent some, some pictures and things like that. And I was, you know, I think I was on break actually at the time sitting in the break room and I was like, Oh, that's so great. And I like kind of jumped out of my chair and everybody's looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Um, (laughs) But I do remember, uh, you know, getting the the messages that you guys were engaged and stuff. So um, from your perspective, how was that trip with going across country, him getting sick, and then that sort of ending in the proposal? Did you have any idea about any I of did. that?
1: I did. So it was weird because I'm not going to tell you the, tr- the the real story because that's, that's kind of cheating. But I had a feeling, and it's weird. If you know Jake very well, he always has his phone. Am I wrong?
0: No, he always has his phone. Uh, Just as a, so, as a brief aside, we've joked about how he was – uh, the last time him and I were in Hawaii, he's like, Oh, I'm not doing anything, work or whatever. And then we'd get up early before some of the stuff and he's answering work emails. And I'm like, you're in Hawaii. What are you going to do? Like...
1: <laughs> so it's crazy. So here, here is the crazy story. So, um, uh, if you don't know this, I went skydiving for my 25th birthday and I had a feeling something was going to happen because I just didn't know when, cause obviously you don't plan a road trip and not expect anything. Am I wrong?
0: I mean, I right? yeah, no, yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah.
1: You want to just plan something, going cross country with somebody and not plan something. So, like, I had a feeling I just I just couldn't pin, pin put what it was and when it was going to happen. So I went skydiving. Nothing happened. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just, like, I'm just overthinking it. And then we went to Vegas. He was super sick super sick. And I take, I took care of him on my birthday. I took care of him. Like I went to Target and it was funny because this was the only time he let me use his debit card. Like you could, you you can ask him to this day. That's the only time that he gave me his pin code and for him to let me use his debit card. And I went to Target and I was like, I could, I could be a good girlfriend and just Buy him what he needs and not spend a bunch of money, which I did not. And like, so I returned the receipt, I got food delivered to me, and I just laid in bed with him. And I was like, okay, well, it's not gonna happen. Well, the last day uh, we're in California, he uh, ran up, he, we went downstairs, and he, we were in the lobby, and I looked at him, I was like, what's up? He's like, oh my gosh, I forgot my phone. I was like, this is the day. <laughs> this <was the> day. <laughs> because he always has his phone. And I was like and it's and he's like, How did you know? That's how I knew. It's exactly how I knew because you don't just forget your phone for no good reason. So like I had a feeling and then we were uh walking on uh, Santa Monica Pier, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, babe, let's go take a, a picture at the uh, the end because we we took a picture off at the beginning." He's like, "No, not right now." I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "How about you go get your your mom a postcard, and do that?" And I was like, "Okay, that's weird because usually it's all about let's take a picture and everything." And like we were discussing before we got engaged about how if <laughs> you um that if we ever get married. Um, you get two things you can die or you're not getting divorced I will never be a widow I will be a widow before before I get divorced and to this day I say that and like I will never I would never kill him but I'm just saying um, but that's how I knew he forgot his phone and the fact that he didn't want to take a picture right away
0: yeah he, In a lot of ways, he can play a lot of things close to the vest, but when it comes to, like, that with his phone and whatnot, no, that's very much a tell for him.
1: Yeah, and, like, he was like, well, I did forget my phone. And, like, sure, you forgot your phone. Sure, go ahead. Light off. And, like, I remember the whole ride, I was like, what is he planning? What is he planning? That's what he was planning. Yeah. (laughs) Um... And, like, it was weird because because I knew it was going to happen. The pictures, everybody's like, well, you knew. Okay, yes, I knew. I just didn't know when. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was there, okay, obviously, the answer is no, but I kind of have to ask, was there ever a hesitation that you were going to say yes?
1: I mean, no, there wasn't. Um, I think at that point I knew I wanted to marry him. I just didn't know if he was ready. Um, and clearly he was ready.
0: No, he did. No, I think he definitely was. I don't, I don't think he would have, I mean, obviously he was ready. Like you guys are married now. I don't think he would have done it if he wasn't ready. Like, uh, I was just talking to somebody at my job yesterday about how I knew A young lady and i'm not gonna it's it's not my story to tell but basically uh she got married um had she helped raise the the guy's son like she treated the kid as her own like they moved actually from michigan to here in in pennsylvania at one point And eventually he basically told her he didn't love her and wanted to get a divorce and he never really loved her that way and and whatever. And she's like, then why did we get married? And he said, well, we had just been together so long. It was the next step. And I, I think that's one of the most horrible things you could say to a person and feel for a person and do to a person. And I don't think, uh, well, I know for a fact that Jake is not the type of person who's just like, well, we've been together long enough. I guess it's time to propose. That's the next step. Like, I don't think he would have done it if he wasn't ready for it.
1: I don't think so either. I think he's a very serious person. Um, I just... I like it it's weird because I tell them I tell them, I tell them all the time this. Um, when we first started hanging out, I knew I wanted to be with him. I just had that uh, electricity. I guess you can say that electricity. The fact that like I was like I want to be with him. I want to get to know him. And like once I got to know him, um, it kind of like inspired me to be a better better person. And here I am.
0: I mean, like he's—he's he's definitely he has—he has that personality where you—you you want to be around him. Like, I mean, obviously, him and I have been friends for for quite a long time. Like, he—he he gives that off for sure. Um, It's—I think it's been talked about. I know the—the the story kind of went around at the wedding, going back even obviously before the engagement and stuff. How did you two meet? I made the joke to him once um, <laughs> about how. Uh, like something about you know oh you're engaged like you're engaged to her you're going to be getting married but you've been married to me a hell of a lot longer or something like that and he goes well actually I knew her first and I was and that kind of took me by surprise I was like oh really and he goes well yeah we kind of like knew each other from work or whatever but we obviously didn't start like dating or hanging out until much later so how did that all come about
1: So, um, I was a cashier at Little Caesars. I was, I just started when I, I remember because he was picking up something from, um, uh, this my store that I was working at. It was at the store. It's now franchise, but, um, he walks in and I didn't really not recognize him because like at the time I was not, I want to say I had, I, I had a different type. But he walked in. He came around the corner by like the where we keep the pizzas, and he's like, "You're short." And like, <laughs> how I knew I met him because I I my response back, and I said, "No shit," <laughs> and I was like, "Huh? Maybe I did recognize him." And like, we met in July of twenty fourteen because i remember getting a friend request from him in july and like it's weird because he would ask me to like come work at a store and like i said i was i, I had a different type of guy in mind and um i just wasn't interested in jake cuz i'm not saying he wasn't my type but he wasn't my type at the time i was kind of in the, into the like the jerks and the douchebags i was only 18 years old what do you kind of expect
0: I'm but, 30 um, and I know people who are still into that type trust me so it's okay <laughs>
1: but I, I was never like oh my gosh like he's he's so hot but like th- that's what Jake reminded me of like it's not all about looks it's about personalities now I think Jake is smoking hot but <laughs> um I think what it is it's his personality is what caught me and yeah. Yeah. Just thinking about it makes me happy.
0: (laughs) No, I could tell I could, I could hear the smile in your voice and it's no, you're, you're right. And I mean, I've, I've said many, you know, complimentary things to him, both on and and off mic. So obviously there's nothing there that that I can really disagree about. Um, But uh, yeah, Uh, so, okay. So fast forwarding a bit, you guys, um, I don't want to say ironically, but I guess kind of ironically, you two kind of put it in your mind of we're going to take quite a long time to plan this wedding and you pretty much bypassed the entire, uh, COVID thing. So that definitely worked out in your favor, um, because I know a lot of people had to like postpone things, but you guys had always planned it to be, when it was right so it was always going to be not in 2020 it was in 2021 correct
1: exactly and it's crazy because when we signed our reception it was two days before michigan's lockdown which was michigan's lockdown was uh, march 20th and we signed our reception contract march 18th
0: that's crazy
1: like we we were so lucky because, like, everybody, like at the wedding, was like, "Like, you must have postponed your wedding." No, it was exactly where we wanted it. And honestly, it was a beautiful day. It was, it was, it was honestly so crazy, like that we got we got to open up our venue to a lot more people.
0: And that was, I know. Um not like right up until but i know for a little while during the year of 2020 it was sort of like well we don't know what's going on and i remember you know at various times he was saying about the fact that you know there there weren't or aren't too many like super elderly people in the family so there wasn't Sort of, I don't want to say there wasn't concern because obviously there was, but there wasn't that much concern of like, is so and so going to have to miss it? Be you know, if things are still bad because they can't make it, because there weren't necessarily that like there was all you know, and even from having been there, I, I can attest it was all really you know, kind of quote unquote younger, happier, healthier people, people that you wouldn't necessarily expect to be really like affected by, by the virus and and things like that. But obviously it ended up working out that pretty much everything is getting restricted. I know like I am vaccinated. I purposely did it. Because I knew that I was going to be traveling out there to to see the two of you and, and, you know, go and be in the wedding and whatnot. So I was like, well, I need to get this if I'm going to travel and whatnot. And I know that even while we were out there, I had a mask on me and I, you know, we rarely ever had to wear them if we were going in somewhere, partly because now most places are, you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to and whatnot. But, um, you know, everybody's sort of becoming uh, sort of lax with a lot of that stuff. But so you didn't have to necessarily, you know, you didn't have to postpone anything or whatever. You had an amazing photographer. There was obviously some some sort of last minute stuff, uh, you know, the week or so before the wedding. Um, I, we don't necessarily want to talk about that negative stuff because uh, who wants to be negative, right? When we're talking about a joyous thing like a wedding. but.
1: I mean... What, like, and and that's, it's it's so hard, because if anybody knows me very well, family is everything to me, and if anybody knows what happened, they'll understand, like, I'm still hurt. After three weeks, I'm still hurt about it, but I'm trying not to let it affect my, my life, and it's just, it's, it's it's hard because you have to think about it like this is family that that's doing this but i took a step back and realized like they aren't worth it i'm kind of done wishing things would happen when i should just look forward to what's going to happen in the next few months few years so well, i have to state that now cause
0: well so just it, for anybody that doesn't know and because it's it's your story, it's your day. I'll let you go into as much or as little detail as you want, but just uh, if so that people aren't going and, and you know sending me messages or sending you messages, going, what exactly were you guys not talking about? How much of it, if any, do you want to say?
1: I mean, um, I'm open to talk about it because that's how you heal—is to open to talk about it, but. I just feel like because it, it, I mean, I mean, it is it was three weeks ago. I just feel like I'm I'm open to talk about it. I am, and my cat's trying to eat my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no pizza for you. <laughs> but I mean, i like I said, I'm open to talk about it. I don't know why I don't want to get in too much detail, but I'm I'm open to talk about it.
0: Well, OK, so if you I'm going to say something and if you want to expand upon it, that's perfectly fine. There was a particular family member is all I'm, that's all yeah. I'll say. There was a particularly family, particular family member too, I guess, technically, who made a big deal from my perspective. And I'm pretty sure from your perspective and Jake's perspective, made a big deal out of something that was literally the most minor thing you could ever make a deal out of. With regards to what was going to happen at the wedding, and then that pretty much led to those two people not going to the wedding. And I know that the I know even on the day it was not really talked about or anything, but I know the two of you were very hurt by that. And I know, like you said, it's been a few weeks now, and even when I think about it, and I've, I've never met this family member, or either of them, I guess, uh, but even I was just like, that's insane, because I'm, I'm much like you, family means a lot to me, and I consider the two of you family, so like I was like, I cannot believe that that this is happening, that, this, that these people have made this, as, as the phrase goes, mountain out of a molehill, and, you know, have, have gotten to the point where they're not even going to come to this wedding.
1: I think what it was is. So, um, my brother, he's from Texas. He drove not drove. He flew, I don't know how many miles away, but I want to say a thousand miles just to be at my wedding. My brother's girlfriend, who I never met. Flew a thousand miles away to the wedding, who I never met, but somebody that lives in Michigan, and that his family did not show up because well, it's it, it was not because they should be. It, it, I'm trying to think of like the best wording. I'm going to say this. The best. Um. They lived... Twenty miles, twenty miles away from the ceremony and reception. Maybe less than that. But but I had to make a big deal about something that was not even so serious as in what they what they what they what they wanted. Like and that's the thing. Like I, I I I try to not think about it. But sometimes I have to think about it because this is family. Family is everything. And I can't look at them the way I did five months ago, even four weeks ago. Like, I just, I can't. Because you made, so me and Jake never fight. Me and Jake never fight. Yet we were fighting every single day up until the wedding. And I I think about it and I said, Was it even worth it? Was it even worth it? Yes, it was. But the fact that me and Jake were fighting a week before our wedding every single day has to be literally the worst feeling ever because we were fighting over something that was meaningless.
0: Here's how I knew. I mean, obviously, once I heard the story, I knew it was bad but here's how I knew it was bad. So for anybody who doesn't know, um, so Jake and Bree met, obviously at, at a certain point they, they started dating. It that The dating part came after Jake and I had met. He was, you know, we, so you guys met, what'd you say, July of 2014? Mm-hmm. So him and I met September of 2014. You know, we, we stayed in touch, stayed friends in, uh, 2017, late 16, 17 or early 17, I started doing all of these podcasts and things. And he came out, uh, you know, once or twice for like my birthday, things like that. He came to, uh, what was it? So we then, yeah. So we, then him and I went to, um, Hawaii, we stayed together and whatnot. And then, uh, in, I think it was 2018, Yes. was, um, was, which came first was him going to New York first or us going to California first?
1: Him going to New York first. He went in, it's, it's funny because he went on my birthday.
0: (laughs) I remember that. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it was on my birthday and I, I mean, I was upset. Yes. But not after what he got me. I was fine. So,
0: <laughs> so yeah, so he, I remember that where I was like, you know, cause you two were, I, you weren't together that long at that point, right? A um,
1: little under a year.
0: Yeah. So, um, he came to New York. Um, we went, uh, he actually came and got me spent about two days together and then later on in the year, we went to Los Angeles for a concert um, for the music from Lost, which, of course, is the thing that sort of uh, is the basis for the friendship between him and I. And he made the comment because we much like in Hawaii, we got a place. Where we were like, oh, we're, just, you know, let's just stay together like it makes sense, whatever. And he somehow or another with the comment was made like, oh, Bree's going to come. And I was like, oh, great. Like, because obviously you two were together and, and, you know, he talked about you a lot and I'd seen like pictures and things of you. And so I, and he was, he was like, you know, things were serious. And so I was like, well, yes, obviously I want to meet her. And, and um, I rem- like I flew to Michigan and then we arranged it so that um, I met up with the two of you in the airport yeah. and we all the three of us sat in the same row we all took the same flight out to uh to california, california. and we you know we we all stayed together and whatnot and obviously there was we pretty much spent most of that trip the three of us and you know other friends and things together there was a day where you two went off had your own day i went with some other friends had a day of my own and whatnot but you know for the most part we were together quite a bit and i remember. Um, I I can't, I I honestly, I can't remember like my first impression of you. I do remember at one point he had to, he pulled me aside and he goes, dude, I know you. And I know you, if you, he's like, you haven't. And I know you wouldn't mean anything about it. He's like, do not make a lot of short jokes around her. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm like, all right. Like, you know, like, and I was, I was very thankful. I was like, you know, thank you for letting me know. Like, I, I don't, I hadn't made any at that point, but he was like, she doesn't, like she doesn't do that or whatever, and I was like, okay, like because I I do I actually appreciate when people tell me things like that because if somebody has something where it's like this is something they don't talk about or something they'd rather or whatever I'm I try to be very very respectful with those boundaries, and so uh, you know I was like okay you know what especially because I'm over six feet and I mean it's no secret, Brie, you're not. So, (laughs) you know, like it would have been very, very easy for me to really start making like some sort of short jokes or whatever. And so I, you know, I was like, okay, like good to know, whatever. And then um, one of the, again, I can't remember like my exact first impression, but I do remember like she has a bit of a bite to her. Like that was kind of, that would be how I would kind (laughs) of say it. And, and I don't mean, I really, I don't mean that negatively. Like, I think that's incredibly uh, amazing. Like I I was just talking with a friend of mine a few hours before we did this. And I was like, it's a girl I've known ever since I was, ever since I was a kid. And I said, like, you've always been very intimidating. And I don't mean that negatively. Like, I think that's a very like admirable quality. You, you, you don't take any crap from anybody, you know? And I, I, I really do. I respect that. And so, um, You know like i said like you and i kind of got to know each other and whatnot and but not too i would say not too much like we had some conversations things like that and i i did try to make it a point to like talk to you you and not talk to the two of you and then you know like you and i became friends on facebook there was at one point in 2019 where I was going to try to come out for his birthday. So you and I were messaging and then there was a whole thing with my ex. We're not going to talk about that, but those plans sort of fell through for for various reasons. Um, And then but like that was uh, that the 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 planning for that trip was one of the first times I remember being like, okay, I'm talking with Bree now and it's it's like Bree and I are having a like a friendship and it's not just I'm friends with her because she's with Jake or or what have you and then um you know a uh, post breakup and I'll you know I could go into the whole thing I said it to you on the last day that uh that I saw you while I was out there but There were several times and I mean obviously Jake was one of the people who you know very much helped me through that like we both know he is not a phone call person he absolutely hates it but there was a night where he sat with me for like four hours on the phone and just talked with me and for anybody that knows him that's a huge deal like he just does not do that sort of stuff. Uh, so and it wasn't like this sort of thing where we are like we're on Skype right now and you know getting content out of it or whatever like it was a legitimate phone call phone call and we just talked for like 4 hours you know and and so but there was several times when I was going through that that Bree reached out to me and was like you know relating stories and and you know trying to cheer me up and things like that and and I said it to you, so this is not like me saying this to you for the first time to like get your reaction, but like that was sort of the thing where I was like, we are friends now. Like to me, that was like sort of the thing that like solidified like we are friends. We're not just friends because we have this person in common. And that meant like more to me than you'll probably ever know. Like the fact that you, re- like you didn't have to do that. Like it could have, there are there are many like relationships and stuff where you're friendly with your friend's spouse, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the two of you are friends, but like for you to reach out to me and like try to help me and be like, Hey, you know, obviously the the basis of everything was like, things will get better. And you know what I mean? Like whatever, but like that meant a lot that you reached out to me and whatever. So I say all of that to say one of the ways that I knew things weren't good right you know, the week or so before the wedding was in addition to you just messaging me, Hey, are you excited to come out there? I just got a random message the one day. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it said something along the lines of like, things are not going well. Like I'm having a really stressful time and you as much as I, like I just said, like we're friends and we would talk and stuff. That's not necessarily the kind of message that you would have just sent to me. So I was just like, oh, wow, things must be bad if she's like messaging me that things are going bad. You know what I mean?
1: I think the only reason that I reached out to you is because I, because we were, were, we relate to a lot of things. And, and it's like, because I reached out to you, it kind of made me feel like, I guess relatable. Like I I was there for you through your your breakup and like I I'm not saying I was gonna leave Jake at the altar, but I was I was having a really hard time and I just couldn't figure out where to go. I so I told myself, Okay, just go to Paul. He knows a lot more stuff than 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 you know. And like it's nothing bad. It was a um a direction I needed to go. I needed a a, a unbiased opinion. And that's what I said, Jake, I need an unbiased uh, opinion because you had no idea it was happening.
0: Correct. And
1: obviously now, you know, it was stupid, but I just need someone on the outside to tell us or tell me that I wasn't wrong for feeling the way I was feeling.
0: Right. No, I get that. And that means a lot that I was, that I was that person, um, but yeah, that was like I said for me that was that was the thing where I was just like, oh, things must be bad if I'm get if I if I'm getting tagged into right. this.
1: <laughs> well, it's I think what it was is like I couldn't tell Dave. Dave is Jake's best friend. I couldn't tell Sarah because Jake is be- Jake is uh, Sarah's best friend. My sister, I was having so many issues with her up until the wedding too, but was it as bad as their current situation but like i just didn't know who and like i would talk to work employees but like i was like i don't want to be in depth because like sometimes you don't want to put your personal life into work but like some of my friends they do work and they understand but i just like i need someone that is unbiased that doesn't know them that's the thing like you can you can know them all you want but when I tell you the story, how I was feeling, they will understand. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I, his mom came over, and this is how much of a bite I, I, I had towards her. So, we were discussing the situation, and I looked at her. I said, look, if you want to yell at me, I will yell back. I am not afraid to. To his mother. So, like... I said, you don't know half the story of what we went through. And she's like, because you left me out. I said, because you are a firecracker. You are like me when I'm mad. I said, you have to understand that that's why I reached out to you. Cause if, if not, I would have nobody.
0: That, I mean, no, and and I totally get that. And like I said, that, that does, that means a lot to me. Um, and that's, that's like thinking about it. Like that does make sense because Everybody else in the wedding and except for like your brother or some of the other losties that came or, you know, other family or whatever I was, well, I was the only person in the bridal party, not from the area and not like that close to the situation and whatnot, but I am very, I am, you know, like that outside sort of perspective so that does it makes a lot of sense, and it's like I said, it means it means a lot that that you that you trusted me with that.
1: Well, you, I think because Jake trusted you, I I kind of had to trust you too.
0: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> it sounds bad to say, but it, it's it's true. Like I know you told some you you told some things to Jake too. Well, Jake's told you some things. And we, and you guys probably discussed it on a podcast and I feel like it's just, it's, it's hard to wrap my head around everything. The whole situation.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, it's just because it was so unnecessary. Yeah. You know, and I
1: just, I think, and like, and, like in and the back of my head, could I have done something different? No.
0: Well, you could have, but it would have been dumb for you to do anything differently than what you did.
1: Well, I called somebody unnecessary names, which I apologized. But I, I was upset. People say things when they're upset all the time. Yes. But because they kept... Referring to the dumb thing I said, I was just like, this is, this is child's play now. This is, this is nothing. This is just, and then they kept repeating, 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 and we're like, what's even the point anymore?
0: And that's, I mean, and I, I didn't realize until a few days later when he kind of looked and I, I started to say, I'm like, well, I kind of, and he, then Jake looked at me and said, no, dude, you basically did. Like, I'm, and I, and I will, I'll, I'll say it right here, and everybody, you know, whoever out there can blame me, you, so you, your sister, Jake, and myself were all out to dinner, and I'm the one who basically crafted the message that said, it's getting to, the, something along the lines of, it's getting to the point where I'm going to uninvite you from this wedding. And it wasn't until a few days after where I realized, like, oh, crap, I'm the one who, like, pushed him over the edge because he was trying. He really was. He was trying to figure out, without without bending over backwards, he was trying to figure out some sort of way to make everything work. And... But...
1: I, here's the problem. And, like, Jake, if you're hearing this, this this is the problem. And I say this to all the time. I'll... I'll, I'll... All my friends all the time. I am not going to let you have fun and let you miser- make my day miserable. I'm not going to let you have fun. I'm sorry. But the fact that you wanted to have fun, but you didn't want to go through the serious stuff. I'm going to say it. fuck you.
0: There you go. Fuck
1: you. Fuck you. Because, you know, ru- you you could have ruined the best time. But thank God I have three brothers. <laughs> Just saying. Thank goodness I have three brothers that were, I'm not saying open to it, but they were open to be, being the most supportive brother they can be.
0: Absolutely. So just going off of that, getting off of this, this sort of negative thing and going to a less negative thing. <laughs> so the day of the wedding. Now I obviously have a very different perspective than you have. Because I was on the groom's side of things with, with Jake or whatever. So here's a story, and I'm sure I'll, you know, I'll get uh him on and you know, tell this story where it was, you know, sort of the back and forth between us. I don't know if you know this story, and I'm gonna tell it here I mean I've told it to people, but I'm gonna tell it on the on the podcast for the very first time here. So uh let's see. So a few days before the wedding, um we went like you you guys had like a and that's a story I want to tell at some point with with You know, whether it's you and him or him or you or, you know, maybe get some other people on, whatever. The pedal bar. Fantastic night from what I remember of it, Um, which there's a lot that I don't remember, apparently, um, because I went hard and ask anybody. And I said it multiple times that night. Apparently, I said it a few times the next day and I've said it since as much as Jake and I, as long as Jake and I have known each other and as much as almost any time we are together one or both of us is in vacation brain mode so what do we do we go out and we we drink or you know whatever not all, not all the time and not every night and we don't go we don't go like super hard but that's what we do it to the point where one of our friends one of our losty friends at one point Thought that a lot of us were alcoholics because every time he's with us, we drink, and it's like, no, dude, like we're we're on vacation, like we don't we're not drinking because like we always drink. We're drinking because we're having fun on vacation. It's very very different. So that being said, when Jake and I are together, you know, there tends to be some drinks. Sometimes there's a lot. Sometimes there's a little. But for me, this night there was. Way too much. And I very much regret it. I've had maybe like three of those experiences my entire life where I don't remember certain things that happened. I tend to remember a lot of, you know, or, or most if not everything that happens, but there's a lot of... Uh, Spots that I don't have from that night to the point where I was in bed until after one o'clock in the afternoon the next day. I joke that I lost pretty much a whole day where he's texting me. Friends from back home are texting me. You even texted me. Hey, do you need me to bring you any medicine or whatever? And I was just yeah. like, I was like, I-, I couldn't even get out of bed even if I wanted to. Eventually, I forced myself out of bed. Uh I ended up throwing up again, called him and I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, I'm on the way with some Gatorade and and whatever. So that was really good. And then we went to the uh, well, you know, obviously I sobered up a little. I got something to eat. We went to the rehearsal, which was really fun because I I got to not re-meet everyone, but I got to see people that, you know, I had obviously hung out with uh, at the pedal bar thing or whatever I got to meet. Uh, your parents, I got to meet Jake's parents, uh, things like that. And, you know, obviously got to walk through everything for the wedding. Then we went to do, um, like we did the final fitting sort of thing. And, uh, we're going through everything. Um, uh, Dave, the best man ended up being a little late, but obviously we all knew that was going to happen. And then, um, we were trying to get some stuff for your brother, uh, because there wasn't an official outfit. That kind of plays into the drama that we were just talking about before. Uh, but anyway, we are trying to get stuff. And at one point, I, when I was getting changed back into my regular clothing, I had my bow tie. And I gave it to your brother or one of the tailors or whatever so that we could sort of match, try to get like a, a, a close color sort of thing going on. And then I never thought about it again. Got my, my, my tux, take it back, hang it up in the hotel room. That's, you know, it's going to come out Saturday morning because I made the comment to him, to Jake, you know, when you pick me up Saturday, do you want me dressed or do you want me to get dressed like at your place? He's like, no, he's like, be fully dressed, be fully ready. Then we're going to go back to my place, whatever. Okay, great. So Saturday morning, I didn't really sleep that much before big things like flights or first job, you know, first day at a new job or last day at a at school or a job or whatever. I don't sleep. I just I just get too anxious, too excited. So I didn't really sleep that much uh, before the wedding. But um, wake up with a nutwick more than enough time to get ready so that um, I'm fully ready and whatever by the time he's, you know, uh, Jake comes to pick me up so then i'm getting out of the shower and all this stuff and i i start to get ready and i'm putting everything on and i realize my tie isn't there and i call him i'm freaking out i'm like digging through the bag i'm like going through every little bit i'm like oh my god like thankfully if need be we have enough time to go to Uh, the place and get like a replacement or something, even something similar in color. But we don't have, I, I don't have my tie and I'm calling him and he's like, on his way to come get me and he's like, what do you mean you don't have the tie? What did you do with it? I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything with it. Don't blame me. Like I haven't touched the bag since we left the, the, the thing the other day. And I'm just like, he goes, oh, well, I mean, I guess you'll just have to use the one that's at my place that you must not have remembered that you gave to Bree's little brother. And I'm like, you and I wanted to curse him out call him all sorts of names say things but I'm just like nope can't because I just met his mom recently she's incredibly nice can't call you know can't call him that thing that I want to call him uh (laughs) you know but he's like he has me going because I didn't have my tie because apparently what had happened was when I gave it to them to try to get your your brother's outfit to match uh it must have just stayed with your brother that your mother had it and i guess she made the comment when she dropped him off oh there's a tie in there i don't know whose it is and he figured it was i it had to be either mine or dave's and we would figure it out at you know when the appropriate time came and that kind of revealed itself but i was freaking out and i'm just like i cannot be the reason that there is a problem on this wedding day because i don't have a tie <laughs> And I don't know, did you did you know that story?
1: No, I did not.
0: <laughs> but I did, because I'm like, I was so, like, I was so self-conscious about, uh, especially because I'd gone hard drinking the other night, like, the, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I can't. I can't go too hard tonight, can't be the one that messes up their reception, can't be the one that tips over a table or anything, like, we're gonna keep our wits about us, you know, like, all this stuff, I'm like, I cannot, there is, you know, Paul, you are not going to be the reason that they look back at this day and wonder, why, you know, have to have to remember, oh yeah, that's why we're not friends with him anymore, like, there's not. <laughs> you know, like you cannot be the reason that this day messes up or whatever. So, yeah. So I freaked out because of the tie thing. And then all I remember is, you know, we're just sitting around. Um, your brother is, is there, obviously he, you know, he was getting dressed and I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to be creepy about it. Cause he's like a kid, not like a kid kid, but he's like a kid. And I'm trying to like, Get him to understand the concept of you can't just push your shirt into your pants and that does because that doesn't count as tucking it in. Like you have to actually go in, like unbutton the pants, unzip the pants, push the shirt down the leg like, you know, whatever, because he was just like, oh, and he just keeps pushing it down. I'm like, dude, that's not going to work like Jake's trying to get ready. Um obviously the photographer comes over, we get some pictures and uh Dave gets there, pictures, Jake's parents come over, all that sort of stuff. We would, and I mean obviously like we you know, I don't know how in depth with this we wanna go if if you wanna hear everything or if we wanna wait um until that maybe when he's on or what, but then we go out, uh get some pictures at a at a local establishment of the four of us, just sort of having like we it was a it was a half fake pre-wedding thing and then it was a half real pre-wedding thing because we did get some food and stuff like that got the limo you know all this other stuff and uh whatever and then we got to the wedding and then you know we could get to the the actual wedding part um before the or you know in a little bit or even in another time but what was for you the wedding like up until the wedding like what was the wedding day
1: so the wedding day I got three hours of sleep we need to state that now and so like I told myself wake up at because the makeup um people were going to be there at 7:45, 8 o'clock in the morning so I was like okay I have to get all the girls fed like I was being the mom of the group which is really bad because I was the bride I should have slept in got the um, had some breakfast that they made and I, I, I told myself, I was like, we, I need, I need to wake up at six so I can get them fed and then have coffee in them. See, you had they to, had,
0: I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You, you should have pulled those three words. Uh, there was, <laughs> it became a running joke yeah. over the, over the week, but, uh. In the lead up, once I got out there, in the lead up to everything, I, I told Bree at one point, I said, Brie, for anything you want, you need, if anybody has any disagreements with you, you just need to remember three words. I'm the bride. And I remember that night you used that phrase quite a bit. You should have been using that phrase the night before and that morning. <laughs>
1: so morning, I, well, that's the thing. I didn't sleep. I, I told myself, I need to get up, make sure I'm, you know... Get, like I make sure I had to make sure my sister took a shower, um, anybody else took a shower or washed the body or whatever they needed to do. Make sure they were up because when the makeup people are in, it's a wrap. Like things are gonna be starting happening. And I was really impressed because um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun um, getting all glammed up. And, like, I remember at one point Erin <laughs> cracked open, which Erin is my cousin, and uh, she cracked open a wine and chugged it. And I said, okay, I guess we're starting the party. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, if anybody knows Erin, she's kind of, like, the wild card of the group. And she's like, she's like a lot of fun. She, she, she just did a lot of things to crack me up. And like, so, um, yeah, it, so we got our, our hair and makeup done. And like, um, around like, 12 o'clock, uh, our photographer, we she was supposed to go to J- uh, Jake. But <laughs> I will never forget this cuz this is the most hilarious thing. Kristen was leaving and the house cleaners were cleaning um the rooms. And she and she saw like one of the maid service. She's like, "Can we just get a couple pictures uh, like of the, the bride, the bride um and the bridesmaids?" And she's like, "Yeah, no problem. I just clean the room. Go right ahead. Maybe 10 minutes less." Well, everybody comes in, everybody sees the pictures. Uh, They take pictures and everything. And we get locked in the hotel room, The, the one they just cleaned, like completely locked in. And so the maid comes in. She's like, my boss is coming to check the rooms. Can you guys hide in here? And we're like, uh... Sure. And that's why Kristen was late, which is our photographer, because we got locked in the hotel room that we were uh, taking pictures in. And it wasn't my hotel room. It was the one that was just getting cleaned.
0: And I don't I'm I'm sorry. I heard this. I heard part of this story on the the day. And I just don't understand. How do you get locked into a hotel room?
1: Because the maid locked us in there. Because her boss was coming to check the rooms to make sure they were clean, and the maid said she didn't clean the room yet, so don't go in there. So the maid locked us in there.
0: But can't you get, you have access to open the door from the inside?
1: Yes. If you think about it, if, if her boss was walking through, she could have gotten in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, I guess. But no, but the way that everybody made it sound was like we got like as if there was no option to get out. And I'm like, well, no, that, we, don't make, that exactly. don't makes no sense.
1: <laughs> we had no option because she was coming to check the rooms. And she's like, I'm only on, let's make up a number, 205. And we were at like two o uh, not two oh um two ten. So like we went, we had a couple rooms separating us but she didn't the maid didn't want us to get in trouble because we were in a room that she just cleaned. So like we were in the in there just like waiting and Chris like I got to go. So we called the room that I was staying in and we're like, "Hey, can you go out in the hallway and see if anybody is like out there?" And they're like, "It's clear." And let me tell you I ran to, I ran so fast, so (laughs) fast, (laughs) in my wedding dress to get out, and it was so funny because just how it happened, it was priceless, like, and that's why Kristen was late, like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, Jake.
0: (laughs) Well, like I said, we, I had... I, I don't even remember how there was the comment was made that there was something, some sort of mishap and some, somebody was locked somewhere, but I was just, I, like I said, I was just like, how is this possible?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, now, you know, it's possible.
0: Yeah, I guess, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was just so funny because Kristen, she just wanted a picture with nothing in it. That was like, a, our, I'm not saying room, our room was trashed, but you know, four girls living in a room, like, it wasn't it was the most cleanest. I mean, it wasn't trashed.
0: It was lived That's in.
1: Good. Yeah, there was, like, shoes all over the place. So, like, what do you expect? But, like, this room was, when I tell you, clean. The, the the floor was still wet from mopping.
0: And you went in there with your dress on?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That's surprising.
1: Well, obviously, I was very gentle. I, I, I know. I know. <laughs> But like yeah we got locked in there for a good 15 20 minutes like
0: wow it
1: was it was fun though like i i probably will not forget that and like um i told everyone i wanted a photo shoot with um like so i got whiteboards for all of the girls so they can write something funny to for jake and i will never forget this picture so um it was uh, sarah wrote um jake Bree's still sober, and I'm in the background drinking an empty, it's empty, empty wine bottle to make it look like I'm drinking. It's pretty funny in the picture.
0: I mean, I'm—I I mean, I, I don't know about anybody else. I'm still waiting to see some pictures uh, from the, you know, the official photographer, who I have nothing but respect for. I absolutely uh, adore your photographer. I thought she was really great, but I'm still waiting to see some pictures. That's just me.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. We're planning to meet up with her in the next few weeks. She's actually writing a book right now, so she's been kind of busy.
0: Um, I actually... Well, I knew she was writing a book. I saw on social media she uh, is part of, uh, like, a showing or something that I see. Like, she got a big billboard. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, like, obviously she's busy, and, like, I get it. But these wedding pictures, everyone wants to see. So, um, I mean... I'm excited I'm more excited but I know we'll get them eventually <laughs> I'm not pushing her no
0: no no of course not but there is that like that anticipation of like oh, I watch I want it you know
1: <laughs> well the ones that I've seen already there's already there's eight on Facebook she posted them the day after and they looked really great
0: yes oh I agree yes
1: so. I mean, I can't wait to see the rest, but I know there's gonna be some funny ones because um, at one point during the reception, I was I was on the dance floor and I was like, oh my god, I look like a fool, but you know that's just me. Like I, I'm one to bring the party down like let's let's have some fun. I,
0: the reception was was absolutely fantastic, but what I, I what I'm curious about is, uh, the, so, okay. So she comes and then she's with us and we're taking pictures and, and all that stuff. And like I said, we, we had a a thing and, and we, (laughs) so we made it, we, we didn't even know if it could happen. And your, your mother kept joking. We were just like, oh, you know, we kept saying that we're going to get your little brother. Who's Definitely underage. We kept saying, "Oh, we're gonna get him all boozed up and and stuff like that." And your mother kept saying, "I'm putting him in, you know, whatever. I don't, I you know, I see nothing, I hear nothing. Like I trust Jake. Like whatever Jake says goes. You know, whatever." And so of course, Dave and I keep joking with each other and with with your brother, like, "Oh, you know, yeah, we'll we'll get you all liquored up and we'll, you know." you know, start listening to the ladies around, you know, see, get some ladies out on the dance floor and, you know, take any tips that they'll tell you, like start, you know, start trying to spit some game now and then take any pointers they give. Cause then you could use that like later in life. And, you know, like we try to get like all this stuff. And so, um, when we go out to the, uh, the restaurant, we, we asked, we were hesitant if it would even work. Um, but, uh, we got The uh, bartender to get us some empty bottles so it looks at one point like we're all uh, cheersing with the bottles, including your underage brother.
1: (laughs) I mean, like I told Jake, I said, technically bars can let minors in until nine o'clock. He's like, this is true. I said, I mean, if you put a little Jack Daniels in his Coke and he won't drink it, he won't. (laughs) Like, it sounds really bad because if you know how old my brother is, it sounds really bad on like, <laughs> thinking about
0: it. But so but, so while we're doing that, what are you what like what is the, the bridal half of the of the bridal <laughs> party doing?
1: So my mom my mom was like, What do you guys want for lunch? And I was like, Pizza and my mom's like, Okay, we gotta do what the bride says. So we as we're eating pizza we were watching Netflix, and we were watching, and um, nailed it because obviously it was—it's a really funny show, and like, um, I was just—I was in a weird mood. Like, I was—I was scared. I was nervous. I was very emotional, and my cousin kept saying "penis, penis, penis, penis," and I was like, I just—I could not stop laughing, and like every time. I was sad. She said it, and I was like, okay. No, she said boner. I'm sorry. She said boner. She started saying penis, and then it was boner. But like, she got me, that's why I think Erin, she kind of made me a lot happier. She's the only person I did not yell at. I need to state that now. She's the only person I did not yell yell at.
0: So here's what I'm going to say about your cousin, Aaron. She's who I was paired up with uh, at the wedding. We walked down the aisle together. Uh, we coordinated a, a dance. We ended up helping to coordinate pretty much everyone else's dances because we were like, we didn't want to show everybody else up, but we would have, let's be honest. Except for you and Jake, sure. of course, of course. Um, but uh, no, her and I, we, we clicked instantly and I got to meet her mother at one point and she said to, uh, her mother said to me oh you walked down the aisle with my daughter and I, I looked at her and and I was absolutely 100% serious when I said you know your daughter is, is lovely and of course Aaron's just like you know you talking about me whatever and, she, <laughs> and her mother turns and goes the word he used was lovely but I think he's lying <laughs> <laughs> so I mean there are A great many things I can say about your cousin, Aaron, but I can, I will sum it all up with, uh, she is absolutely lovely.
1: But, um, when it was funny because when we were about to leave for the, uh, ceremony, it was, it was, um, spring, it was, the sprinklers were out on at the hotel and we still had the, um, the, what is the uh the buggy that you can put your baggies on i'm trying to think of the word oh like a
0: Uh, like a not a trolley but like a
1: yeah a trolley yeah so um some of the maids came out and they're like congratulations and i was like holy shit we're getting married and like so i sit on it because obviously it's wet outside and yeah i um the hotel was just kitty corner, so my mom didn't want the dress to wrinkle. So, like, my cousin was in the back seat, my sister was in the back seat, Sarah was in the front seat, my mom was on the driver's side. My mom said, "I want you to Superman on your cousin and your sister's lap." So I, la- I laid tummy, tummy, um, tummy down all the way to the ceremony, and I was like, "Holy!" Cause like m- me trying to get out was the funniest thing. I had to like squiggle like a worm, like squiggle, squiggle, and like my dad was standing outside of my car, and like I bolted, bolted to the tent, and it was like a hundred and five degrees in that tent. <laughs> but yeah, it was that was it was hilarious. I'm gonna lie to you, it was quite quite funny.
0: So we. And I don't know if we want to go too much into... I would I would love to get the two of you on maybe at one point and talk sort of the actual wedding and then the, uh, you know, the reception and things like that. And then obviously to tell other stories from from at least my time while I was out there. But so just very briefly, so we got there. And now while we were, while the, the guys, while we were all sort of hanging out and whatnot you know, we're just talking about different things and, and whatever. And so, you, okay, so the funny thing, you know, you had, you guys had boner and that was the word to sort of make everybody laugh. And your photographer actually had told us that at one point, because your brother would not laugh. I think because he was uncomfortable wearing like such fancy clothing. He just, yeah. he was just, he seemed like he was in a not great mood. And at one point I had Mentioned Jake and I had talked about something, and uh, somehow or another, like this is a you know time prior, obviously because I'd been there for a few days at that point. uh, Started talking something about like TikTok or or something, and at one point Jake goes, "Oh, dude, you want to talk TikTok? This is the guy to talk TikTok with." And so I'm you know talking to your brother about stuff, and so while while Kristen is trying to get uh, pictures, she's you know given direction. Oh, put the arm over. Oh, fix the tie. Oh, do this and and whatnot, and. But your brother would just not smile, and she said, all right. And she's she keeps saying, for a while at least, she keeps saying... I don't know what I could say around him. I don't know what I could say to him. I don't know what I could do to or around him. And we all kept saying, like, it's fine. Like, do whatever. Like Jake said, you know, I got permission from his mom. Do whatever. Say whatever. She goes, okay, so I'm going to try something. She goes, the word, uh, you know, with the with the girls, the, the, the code word to, to laugh was boner or whatever. And it got, I think it got Jake to laugh. I don't remember if it got Dave to laugh, but like, I was like, eh, whatever. And your brother was just not having it. And so she's like trying to get everything she can to get him to laugh and, and Jake and Dave and, and I believe, I don't remember if, if Jake's, if both of Jake's parents were there, I know his dad was there for most of the morning and his mom stopped in and, and whatnot, but I don't remember if they were there at the time or not, but at one point I just walk up to him and I whisper in his ear and I just start whispering lyrics from like goofy lyrics from TikTok songs in his ear. And he just starts cracking up laughing and Krista just starts snapping away on the camera and she goes, I don't know what you did, but I'm going to need to know that trick. (laughs) So then we, then we kind of got him like to come out of his shell a little bit. We start talking about like, uh, sort of dirty jokes again from TikTok and things like that and and whatever so that was sort of what got him to uh like I said come out of his shell a little bit but I remember at one point so like you know talking to, to Dave the best man um, and you know it was like what's he going to talk about in his speech and he's like oh, I'm just going to come up with it off the top of my head whatever and I said and I wasn't trying to be like disrespectful I was like you know if you If you need help or if you even want to run it by, like, you know, just say the word. And he was like, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. But like, I'm 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 good and whatever. And Jake goes to me and he says, you have a very important job. And I was like, I know, man, I'm standing up there with you. And he goes, no, no, no. Like, you know, something, whatever. And he goes, Dave has the ring that I'm giving to Bree. Yeah. He goes, I'm giving you the ring. That needs to get to Sarah, to give to you know that she then gives to Brie to give to me, and I said, all right. So of course, every so often, like I have this this ring on me, you know, and every so often he's just like, oh, where's the ring? I said, I got it right here. Don't you worry, you know, we're all good. And then we get to the to the wedding, and we're kind of there, and we're greeting a few people and whatnot, and kind of standing around because it's very hot. So there was waters and fans and everything going ah. around, and. There was, I'm not going to lie, there was a part of me, and I knew it wouldn't happen, but there was a part of me that was like, I wonder if I could go get a sneak peek of the bride in her dress. Like, <laughs> like that sounds weird to say, but like, there was a part of me that was like, I want it. But then I was like, nah, everybody's going to be like, oh, tradition, you can't. And I'm like, I'm not the groom. Like, it shouldn't matter, whatever. So I go up to, to Jake's mom at one point, and I go, I need someone from the bride's side of the thing. And she's like okay, why? I said, because I have a really important thing. I said, I have the ring here, so I need to give it to one of them because it's kind of necessary for the, <laughs> for the ceremony. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And she's like, but you can't go in there. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I understand that. That's why I need to get somebody from there, whatever. And I guess she went and talked to, I, she said she went to the tent and talked to whatever and because I was like, preferably Sarah, because that's the one who would have it, whatever. And then she came out and got, uh, she being Jake's mother, came, got the ring from me. And I said, all right. I said, this responsibility is on you now, <laughs> you know, like joking with her. I'm like, this is on you now. This is not, not on me anymore about, uh, about this ring and whatnot. And obviously everything, uh, I don't want to say everything went off without a hitch. There was a, a minor, uh, a minor thing um, so do you want to, do you want to do the, the sort of the ceremony and the reception or do you, because we've been going here for a little over an hour and I know you are kind of hungry and whatnot and tired. I'm a little oh, hungry no. myself. I'm fine. What's that?
1: I said, I'm fine. We can go probably another hour and then we can go
0: eat. All right. Well, I was going to say, yeah. So do you want to, all right, so let's, so you want to cover the whole, the wedding and the reception?
1: Yeah. I feel like, um. Why not? We can't just forget.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we get there. Now at the rehearsal, it was talked about, you know, obviously we're setting up where we're going to because it was an outdoor wedding. It was in a botanical garden. Very lovely uh, setup and lovely spot. And at one point I heard. I want to say the grownups, even though we're all except for your brother, we're all grownups. But the the more grown up grownups, the parents and whatnot, we're talking about, hey, it's going to be very hot. Let's make sure we get some coolers and some waters. And I overheard that. and, And, you know, a few people, myself included, were like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And I, and so Jake was running through, okay, so we still need to do this. We have the signs cause there was, you know, and I, and I understand it. I'm not saying it in any sort of negative way, but you were very big on no cell phones at the wedding and whatnot. So there was a big sign, no cell phones, you know, whatever. Jake even came up to me at one point and was like, is your phone off or is it on silent? I said, it's always on silent. We're all good there. And so, um, you know, and he, he went to Dave and he said the same thing and whatnot. So he wasn't just calling out me in particular, but, um, Somebody made the comment of getting coolers and waters and whatever. So when Jake's going through this list of like, okay, we have the signs here. We have this. I have the, I have this paperwork, the rings and whatnot. And I said, uh, coolers and water. And he looks at me and he goes, for what? Jake's like, for what? And I'm like, because it's going to be hot. Like, (laughs) and then, and then I think it was your stepmother was like, oh, we'll do that. That's fine. Or whatever. And I was like, all right, great. So we're there and of course, and you're, so you have a tent because it's again, because it's a botanical garden, um, there's big bushes and plants and everything. So you're like way out of the way of, of everything, but obviously still close enough that you didn't have to walk too far in the heat and, and whatnot. So everything's getting set up. There's fans being passed around and whatnot, and there's coolers with little bottles of water. So I went and I grabbed bottles and I put them on the other side. There was a little wall that we all stood near for the actual ceremony. And I put some on the other side of the wall. And apparently somebody went up to, I put them on the, on the groom side, just so all we would have to do would be just kind of reach over the wall and, and grab them. And somebody goes to Jake and goes, Paul's hiding water up there. Like he's stashing waters. And Jake was like, good, like it's hot, like we might need them or whatever. So then I went and at the feet of where the four of you, you and your bridesmaids would be standing, I put waters. So I told uh, your brother and I told Dave, I said, tell your your girls, the girls you were walking down the aisle with, that there would be waters in case they need them and whatnot. And um, I ended up giving your cousin who I walked down the aisle with, I gave her a, a fan. She was, you know, cause she was saying like she, she was sweating really bad. I had a fan. I gave her a fan. I told her, Hey, there's water by your feet. Make sure everybody else knows on your side that there's water. If you, if you girls need it and whatnot, nobody ended up drinking the water or anything. Um, but before that, there's a moment. And you and I had a disagreement for about two days about this. <laughs> there's a moment. So, somebody i don't remember who was like do we want to get everything started and i just look and i saw i other than obviously the few people in the bridal party that i'd met and you know like your parents jake's parents whatever i only knew there were 3 losties coming so that was they were the only people that i knew that were going to the wedding and two of them weren't there and so i looked at jake and jake was like Uh, Yeah, I think everybody's here. And I looked at him and I said, these two people are not here yet. And he said, it's the start. And I said, I agree with you a hundred percent. I'm just letting you know, because obviously he has like so much on his mind. I'm like, I'm just letting you know they're not here yet. And he said, that's their own fault. And I said, yes, it is. I sent them a message. How close are you? Whatever. And they're, you know, notoriously on the late side. And so I sent a message, how close are you? And the day before, I think it was the day before, we'd all gotten food. And the comment was made that they were like 20 minutes away or whatever when we were going to get food. And then they ended up being like an hour late. So when they were like, oh, yeah, we're like 10 minutes away, we were like, okay, but are they actually 10 minutes away? Or are they, you know, their version of 10 minutes away and whatnot? So then um, you had a song. Stop me, by the way, at any time during any of this. But so you had a song picked out for us to walk down the aisle to. We practiced with the timing. We didn't quite practice with the song. But so we hear the song start to play and somebody messed up the thing, which was a big. Yeah. <laughs> so here's where here's where the, the where the issue I don't wanna say issue because it sounds bad, but here's where the sort of disagreement, I guess, well, that sounds worse, but between you and I happened. So the music starts, okay? And your cousin and I were the first, we we were, fate, we're kind of opposite each other, we meet up, we link arms, we get to the kind of the threshold of the actual aisle, stop for a picture, and then we're supposed to walk forward. Well, right when we get there, And we get our picture taken, the music stops and we stand there because your photographer, again, great person. She's looking around like what's going on and whatever. And your cousin and I are standing there super awkwardly. And then after a few seconds, your photographer kind of motions to us, go back because somebody was yelling, go, go. And we were like, we're not going until we get some sort of word from somebody official that we're going, you know what I mean? And so your photographer like motions for us to go back because obviously things were going to slightly restart and whatnot. And without even thinking your cousin and I walk backwards like goofballs not even thinking about it. And her and I start to chuckle and everybody else in the bridal party starts to chuckle. And then all of a sudden we hear this voice from behind some bushes and things from, from the blushing bride. And I don't use this. I mean, I use this word. I don't tend to use it on the show very often, but stop laughing. It's not fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, Cause I was like, I was so upset. Cause I was like the fact that, Okay. So we need, to, we need to pause before the ceremony. I gave my sister the task of making sure the music is playing during the ceremony because I built a playlist that was, like, songs that I, throughout the years, I thought of Jake, and I added to it. Well, the fact that the, the music wasn't wasn't playing, and I was I was so upset. Like, let me tell you, like, I think I heard maybe two songs. And, like, I was upset.
0: Oh, wait, wait. So like there I, were supposed to be songs playing throughout the whole ceremony? Yes. I didn't realize that.
1: Yes. I told my sister, make sure the music is playing. And she's like, okay. So she handed off to my stepmom, which we're not going to get to that. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, told my, I told my sister, make sure it's playing. And she's like, okay, I will. I said, I sent it to your phone. So because you are my sister, you need to make sure. And she's like okay. She didn't notice. So, when 3 o'clock hits around, I said, you need to make sure the music's playing. 3.15 hits. Music is still not playing. I had an anxiety attack, a bloody nose, before the wedding. Because I was so pissed off.
0: (laughs) And rightfully so. Like, from your perspective, rightfully so.
1: But... I was so pissed off because I was like, I give my sister one task, which it sounds like the most easiest task ever. The fact that it's, like, I was like, why is this not playing? And she's like, let me go figure this out. And I'm like, like, like I I keep, I I said before, Erin was the only person that I didn't yell at. And it's because she, my sister didn't listen to me. Sarah, she, it's not that Sarah wasn't having a good time, but she wasn't being the maid of honor like I wanted. And that sounds really terrible to say, but I just wish she would have been here, been there for me and said, okay, Brie, what do you want to do?
0: Well, Sarah, I mean, and I, I don't know her that well, but Sarah's not from what I gathered she's not so much the i'm going to speak up sort of person but right i mean is that is that fair to say like so she so i guess what i'm saying is it kind of it makes sense where she's not just going to be right out there and be like hey let's get this fixed sort of deal but I, I don't know it's, it's hard to think about
1: because she is jake's best friend and like I look back and realize like what could I have done? Like every like and like that's really bad to say, but I couldn't have done anything to make anyone change their mind. But I just I wish I thought about it a little bit more. Figuring out like I don't know, it's hard to it's hard to think about but it's hard to put it into perspective, like Sarah is Jake's best friend. I had to put her in my wedding regardless. I just didn't know where. I was starting to get close to Sarah. And the weeks prior to the wedding, we, we barely spoke. And, like, it makes me really sad because, like, I thought we were close. And that's what made me so upset on the wedding, the fact that she wasn't really there for me when I was having a hard time. I started yelling at my sister, had an anxiety attack, had a bloody nose, and, like, let me tell you, I have not had a bloody nose in a long time, but I was, I was so mad because the music wasn't playing and I specified, make sure the music's playing. I don't need people walking in being bored. And the fact that the music wasn't playing, it made me upset. So, yeah.
0: Fair enough. My I just,
1: perspective...
0: go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: My perspective, yes, it was a perfect day, but there's some flaws to it.
0: And I don't... I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because... But it, it there's nothing... And it's, it's what I said to Jake, and it's what I said to the two of you Sunday when we were hanging out, which, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday, I said to him, I go, you know, because he was like, oh, man, this thing seems to be going wrong, and this thing, or whatever. And it wasn't, there wasn't any, like, ma- except for that one thing we talked about way earlier, there wasn't anything, like, major going wrong. And I said, yeah, I said, but think about it, on Sunday or Monday, we'll all be sitting around going, remember when you were freaking out about this or that, and it's all going to seem so sort of trivial because for the most, and I mean yes partly because it's still fresh and whatever but for the most part 10 15 20 years from now I'm not gonna say you're not gonna remember that stuff but what you're you know the memory is going to be you married your best friend and he married his best friend that day do you know what I mean and yeah. you and the two of you started the next chapter of your lives. You know what I mean? Like that's, you're not like, you may remember, oh, the music wasn't playing, but it's not going to be as big a deal as it seems right now, or as it seemed on that day.
1: Yeah. I think there, there was, there was maybe if I put 16 hours together for the wedding, I think maybe a half hour was messed up that whole day.
0: Which is nothing, you know? I don't want to say nothing. That sounds bad. But, like, in comparison. Yeah. But, But, I just, like I said, I just remember. So, part part of what had happened was the two people who I had noticed weren't there got there. And then the joke was made that they were sort of blocking the way because where you came up... Jake would have had almost a direct sight. So, of course, the joke being referenced to me was a lost reference of don't mistake coincidence for fate because they sort of acted as like a a human shield for you. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh no, like I said, and I I just remember that um I just remember Aaron and I, and again, I didn't realize that like music was, I knew the music was supposed to be playing like while we walked down the aisle and when I didn't realize there was supposed to have been music playing like the whole time. But I know, um, while when Aaron and I walked backwards, cause we didn't even like, we didn't think like it was just sort of a reactionary thing when, when, uh, Kristen just kind of motioned for us to move backwards or to, to go back. We just kind of walked backwards without thinking. And so we kind of realized and, and the other four people, uh, that being the groomsman, bridesmaid, maid of honor, and best man, realized like how goofy we looked. and that's what we were all chuckling at. But like I said, this this little voice we hear from the bushes, no fucking funny. And so <laughs> And so because, like
1: because I didn't know it was happening. like that's the thing. like I had no idea, but I knew something wasn't right because the music wasn't playing. So, like, I, yeah, I was, I was very upset in the beginning, but after it was done, I was, I was happy. I was really happy.
0: Oh, I know. And then at one, like, sometime, like, at some point, either later that day or whatever, it got mentioned. And then the next day, because obviously we didn't know how any of us were going to be feeling. (laughs) Because, like, obviously, it's a, like, it's a, it's a, it's your wedding. It's a party. Like, I didn't know if. Like, I knew I wasn't going to be, like, going, like, again, going hard with drinking or anything. But, um, I you know, part of me was like, okay, I don't know how much, if at all, I'm going to get to see Jake and Brie. Like, it's the day after their wedding. They're probably not going to want to, like, hang out unless it's like, oh, let's grab dinner later in the day. And um, Kevin and Cherie were getting ready to leave. And so I was like, oh, maybe I can meet up with you guys before you leave. We could have, like, lunch or something. And then... You know, Jake and Kevin and I have a, a group text and, you know, Kevin was like, hey, we're getting ready to leave. And I said, oh, I'm just getting up and getting ready. And then Jake was like, yeah, Bree and I are as well. And then he messaged me, hey, we'll be down for you soon. And I was oh, like, to me, that was a pleasant surprise of like, oh, cool. You know, we're going to hang out and whatever. And because, again, I wasn't I wasn't like expecting that we were going to be hanging out again. It was the day after your wedding. Like, I would think like just like when so to kind of go back and I'm going back and forth in the timeline here a little bit, but sort of right after um, Kristen was getting uh, pictures with, you know, everybody and different combinations of people and all of these things. And at one point she kind of said to the two of you go off over there. Even she didn't come and get pictures of you for a little bit. Cause obviously you two, hadn't had any time together. So you guys got to, there was the little bench right there and, and, you know, in the shade, which was a big, a big deal at that point. But you guys got to have a few minutes alone as husband and wife and get to, you know, see each other and talk to each other for the first time. Cause, and I mentioned to Jake earlier in the day that when we were, hanging out the day before you came with your brother and his girlfriend and uh, Kevin and Cherie were there. And obviously Jake and myself, and we were um, having a a drink looking, uh, we were on that little barge thing, looking at Canada and you left. And I think Cherie made the comment of like, Oh, is this the last time you two will see each other? And I realized uh, the next day at the, while we were at your apartment and I said to Jake, I'm like, I should have gotten a picture because it was the last time you two were together before, You were, you know, husband and wife and whatever. And so, um, so, but anyway, so we were the next day, again, kind of cutting ahead a little bit. The next day we all were going out, um, Kevin, Cherie, you, Jake, and myself, we went to get some, it's going to sound goofy to people out there, but it makes sense in context. And again, at some, we can expand upon this. We got some gas station chicken, (laughs) Um, but the comment was made or the, the story was brought up about the whole Aaron and I stopping the music, stopping us walking backwards and you yelling and you started to get like hyped up and I'm like, no, wait a minute. And Jake goes, don't dude don't do it. It's not worth it. And you start, you were looking at me going, no, no, no. And I, it was the, it was arguably, I think the only time I've ever done this. Cause again, like I said earlier, like you're, you're intimidating and I don't mean that negatively, but I just went, no, you need to hear this. And that's when I tried explaining, like we were laughing because we looked like goofs walking backwards we weren't laughing because oh haha ha, everything's falling apart on Bree's wedding day like which I think maybe is how you were taking it was like we were laughing like oh everything's falling apart when that is not at all what was <laughs> what was being laughed about
1: yeah I think what it was is just the morning that that 20 minutes uh, I don't want to say it was 10 20 minutes it was like more 10 minutes that 10 minutes I was and, like, I like I keep saying this, I was never going to have, I was not going to leave Jake out the altar, but I had a split moment where I was about to just walk away.
0: Oh, you're hearing and it like, here for the first time, everyone. She almost walked. That's the title of the episode. She almost didn't get me. Ma- no, I'm not going to.
1: No, I was, I was, because I was like, this is, this, this is it. This is it. Everything's going downhill from there. And that's when I, I hear you guys laughing because I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm literally done. And, like, so I started walking toward the uh, uh, parking lot. I, I probably got one foot off the uh, the sidewalk, and my dad's like, no, come on. Come on. We can do this. He gives me a hug, hug, and he's like, you can do this. And I said, I can do this. And, like, I just needed a little bit of reassurance because, like, I, I just didn't know if I could do it. And, like, I'm sorry, Jake, <laughs> that you're hearing this, but... Yeah, I was, I had a split second where I was like, I can't do this. I really can't. I'm really glad I I went through it, but man, that split second really uh, got to me.
0: I don't think that's as controversial as you might think it is. I'm not saying he did or he didn't. I don't know because he and I didn't talk about like like between Dave and I we made like one or two jokes like oh man this is it but like we did it with like that especially that joking inflection of like you know like you like as if we were parodying when you hear it in movies like oh man you getting cold feet oh man one woman for the rest of your life can you do it like we said it just like that like we didn't there was there was never a moment where dave nor i at least as from my perspective kind of looked at him and was like are you sure but i don't know maybe he did have that i i truly i don't know but i don't think it's as um as controversial as you may think with regards to people having that split second of can i actually go through with this i think that's a more common thing and i think that's something that Similar to what you said earlier with uh, the, you know, the drama with that family member and, you know, like we said before about, about, you know, you reached out to me, I reached out to you about various, you know, things and what kind of grew our friendship. Like, these things should be talked about because, who knows, maybe... I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm trying to make this sound, you know, grander than it is. But maybe somebody's going to listen to this one day and be like, "Oh, well, it's perfectly normal for that to happen," because I, I think it is. I'm not saying everyone has that thought. I'm not saying if you do have that thought, you're bad, or if you don't have that thought, you're bad. But I definitely think it's more normal. It's, it's to me, it's no different than when either person. When, when a pregnancy is, is discovered, right? And I think both people have sort of that moment of, can I do this? Can I be a parent? And a lot of times for women, it's the moment of finding out. For men, it's the moment of seeing or holding their baby for the first time, just because there's obviously a difference in like biology and things like that there. But I don't think that's a bad thing to have that. Mo- it's human, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's what I I, I do. I think it's a, I think it's a human thing to be hesitant because again, like on a, on a weird biological level, humans aren't, I think this is me personally. And I'm not saying that, that this is how I feel. I just think humans overall are not necessarily meant to mate for life. Like it seems to go against everything, right? Because like guys, quote unquote, have that thing of like go out, spread the seed, father many, you know, whatever. And
1: what kind of Bible Christian, like, what kind of, what? No, no, I'm not
0: saying, I'm not saying that, I'm just, but, like, that's, but, I mean, but, like, that's what, like, in animal kingdoms and stuff, and that's, I mean, humans are, you know, animals to a certain extent, that is, that is true, right? Like, there, there are, like, lions have, like, multiple, like, a lot of, a lot of animals, you know, you go out there, you spread the seed and whatever, but I think the, I think, I'm gonna turn it around here, I think the beauty in, marriage and in monogamy is finding that person to say i'm going to go against all of my quote unquote biological desires and i'm going to stick the rest of my life out with you there's no one else i want to even go through life with other than you do you know what i mean and like i think that's kind of the the cool thing is like you're basically saying screw my biolot screw my dna which says don't do this and then you do it you know so i like i said i think in that way that that's that brief second of hesitation is almost human and then it sort of kicks in no i'm saying screw what seems normal and i'm gonna do this thing that's theoretically abnormal
1: yeah so um you obviously notice no know this but both my both his parents and my parents are divorced um and like i kept telling jake if we ever got married i i don't want i don't ever want to think about divorce even though like i always joke with him i'm gonna divorce you and like i always joke about it because i'm never serious and like when i marry somebody i want it to be as serious can be like i look back I want to look back in 20 years and say we did it and like it's a good feeling to know that i have someone that makes me feel that way um especially because like my parents it was a very nasty divorce it was not a good um his his mom's his parents divorce was i want i don't want to say it was nasty either but it was not the most friendliest either but like I want to look back and say I did this. I did, I I created a really good life with somebody really great.
0: And I, I And
1: like Go. Ahead. No, no,
0: no, please, please, go ahead.
1: It's just it's it's honestly crazy cuz like my parents all my life they always fought and like the fact that I have somebody that I can look at and be like thank you. Thank you for being the partner I always wanted. And that's what I said in my vows. Like you are somebody I've always wanted and always have been looking for. I just didn't know how to find you. And I found you and here we are pretty much how it's (laughs) how to put it.
0: (laughs) No. And that's, that's the thing is, you know, like I, so my parents have never actually officially divorced, but they split up when I was very, very young. And, um, my other best friend. So the joke is, Um, Dave, who was Jake's best man is what, how did you say it? His Michigan best friend, right? (laughs) Dave is his Michigan best best friend. friend. I'm his Pennsylvania best friend. So in that same vein, Jake is my Michigan best friend. And I have, uh, my best friend, Jolene, who I've known since high school. Um, but she won't ever admit that because then that would describe how old we are or whatever um but uh she uh and i'm not gonna tell too much about her life because she's not like a public person but she also comes from a, a household of of divorce and so she when she got married it was very much the same thing where she was like i'm not doing this lightly it's this is the person that i plan and want to be with you know and They like, you know, obviously, like any couple, they've they've been married for actually they got married in 2014. So, yeah. So they've been together quite a while. And like any couple, you know, they have like little spats here and there or whatever. But it always comes back to the fact that they love each other and they want to be together. And that's that's the thing that, you know, the two of you you know have had and going forward will have is just that that bond of you're the person that I want to be with for the rest of my life.
1: Right. Um yeah, I It's weird because when um go back to the ceremony when um I told so I I it's so funny cuz I think about this um I actually when we decided to write our own vows I was like okay Jake I remember coming home from work and he was pacing Paul <laughs> he was pacing and I said are you okay He's like, I cannot sit still and I said why he's like I have to write these vows but I can't sit still and I said Jake there's the difference between me and you I said I wrote my vows <laughs> little too much information but i wrote my vows in the bathtub drinking a glass of wine that's how i wrote my vows and he is over here a week before our wedding pacing back and forth what trying to figure out what he's gonna say to me so like it's really funny because um he looks he this was the funny thing is uh me and jake met through pizza and we both and our last thing we said is, "You are my pizza partner for life." And Paul was there. He uh, he heard it, and it, it was funny because Jake's like, "I can't believe we said the same exact thing." I said, "Well, that tells you that tells you something."
0: Absolutely. So, I'm. I was gonna joke and be like, "For the record," and then I was gonna be like, "But you know, I'm slightly offended. I'm really not." Jake did not ask. I like to I like to think, uh, well I know, no, you know what I am. I'm a writer. I think I'm very eloquent with with words, especially when you know, have the chance to plan them out. He actually never asked for my help with regards to your vows. And so I, I, I mean, there's obviously there's that that super teeny, teeny, tiny part of me that's just like, why not, man? Was I not good enough? But obviously the fact that he he wrote them and they came from the heart means, infinitely more obviously um but i okay <clears throat> brie i know i know we said we're friends whatever i know you don't necessarily know me that well but i think you know not counting like the breakup that i went through and stuff i'm not a crier like i don't cry at things i got sick recently i said i'm getting over a cold and I almost cried because I don't get sick very often so when I do like I get really badly like sick and I dropped a piece of chicken on the floor and I almost had a mental breakdown (laughs) because like that's how sick and out of it I was that I like dropped a piece of chicken on the floor and then like a few what, maybe two months ago or whatever when I had my second COVID shot and I got like some of those symptoms I was obviously feeling that same sort of uh, sick so I I had a bit of a, a crying moment then but other than that I pretty much have not cried since the breakup and for that I cried a lot and I kept joking like I hadn't cried for probably a few years before that and then I did that and I you know I was pretty much I was good for for quite a while after that and and you'll know how big this is knowing not just me not just Jake and some of our friends but just how much it means like I've never and they all they all tease me about it and you know some of them have booed about it and whatever. I've never cried during like an episode of Lost, especially the finale, all of our friends like lose it. They turn into like, you know, blubbering babies and I and, you know, that sounds negative, but like they cry like crazy, you know, watching that whatever. I've never I've watched that finale m- so many times. I've never cried as much as I love that show and whatever. I've ne- I like even that I don't I don't cry at so I'm just, I'm not, generally speaking, I'm not a crier. And I tried to say it to the photographer. I don't think she got it. But, like, obviously she's going around and taking pictures. And I should have said something. Because the big joke was, is Jake going to cry when Bree walks down the aisle? And I knew he would. And he knew he would. And I think... I think most everybody had the feeling he would, but I know there was the joke from you that if he didn't, you were gonna turn around and leave.
1: <laughs> no, I was gonna say you. No, what I was gonna do originally, the joke was I was gonna pull him to the side, like get your act together. We're doing this one more time. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, I, because I've never seen Jay cry. I've never seen Jay cry, and um, it was weird because like. Um, the song I picked out uh, obviously the song didn't play out all the way if you listen to the song um, when I first heard the song I I could not not think about Jake
0: remind us of the song okay. again
1: um it's me and you by Kenny Chesening it's a um, like a slower song and in the beginning um like I said, it's not, we're not an ordinary love. Like we, we come from some, some really bad pasts, but we're here together. It's, it's honestly me and you now. It's, um, who cares what anybody thinks about us? So it's a really great song. Like I, when I heard it, I was like, this is the song. Cause there was originally, uh, a song, uh, a different song. But when I heard that song, I I bawled my eyes out. Well, let me tell you, I bawled my eyes out when I listened to that song. That's how it got me. And um, yeah, I, I I wanted it to play because it just it reminds me of Jake so much. How like how I how I adore him. How he makes me a better person. How I love him. How we're gonna look back in twenty years and say we did it. So. It's, uh, the lyrics, they touch me every time. Like even today I listened to the song and I said, yep, still Jake.
0: It was definitely the right choice. And he did, he, he, he shed some tears. And at one point during, you know, during the, uh, exchanging of the vows and, and the, the person marrying you and whatever, I ended up shedding a tear or two. I had to look away And I lock eyes with Kevin, who's a good friend of mine, good friend of of ours. I look at Kevin, and he gives me sort of the boo-boo face of, like, and puts his hand up, to like, with a fist almost towards his eye. Like, oh, did you cry? Like, oh, little baby gonna cry? Like, that sort of, like, face. And he gave me, like, the pouty lip. And I'm just like, yeah. Like, I just kind of looked at him and was like, yeah, I did. Like, because I, again, and he knows that about me, too. Like, he knows I'm not, like, a crier, but... I mean, obviously, you know, everything going on, the two of you, it was it was very beautiful. It was very moving. And um, I did. I I shed one or two tears. Um, And then so I did with regards to that, with regards to Kevin, I did get my revenge a few hours later. So skipping ahead in the story, there's obviously some other stuff in there to fill in. But skipping ahead, we're at the reception. The you know, there's. Um, it's time for everybody to dance now and things like that. And, you know, everybody's getting up and mingling and, and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, the, uh, Kevin and, and Sheree and, and Bill Kava and, you know, other people come up and of course there's that, this is the time where I'm meeting several people, your neighbors, some aunts and uncles, things like that. And, um, as Kevin and Cherie are walking back to their table, this dance circle has formed and is expanding and expanding. And at one point, <laughs> I get. Were you there? Were you in the dance circle when I went in? I'm in the dance circle. <laughs> I go into the and I'm just yell and I'm just like I only have one move. I, I have one move. I have the robot. And they go. Somebody was like, we well, go ahead." And so I hop in the dance circle. And I I start doing the robot. And I think I do a pretty good robot. And I I do the robot falls asleep and wakes back up and and all this sort of stuff. And then I backed up and I looked up, and I just see from across the room. I just see Sheree slapping Kevin feverishly on the shoulder because his back is turned. And I just see her mouthing, "He's doing the robot. Paul's doing the robot. Turn around." <laughs> Cause he completely missed it. Cause he's never seen me like dance or anything like, cause I'm not a dancer. And so she's like trying so desperately to get his attention. Cause she saw me in this dance circle doing the robot. And it was like this sort of once in a lifetime thing. And so she's like slapping him on the back and he's doing the robot. Paul's doing the robot. and he turns around and he had missed it and i gave him the same boo-boo face back like oh you're gonna cry you missed me doing the robot so (laughs) that was that was all that was going through my head was like yeah you got me i got you back you missed the robot (laughs) yeah
1: no a lot of people got me um uh dancing and it was quite quite hilarious i'm not gonna lie to you I have not danced like that since I was in high school and that was uh quite some time ago.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I I well, first of all, in <laughs> comparison to some of us. Um,
1: <laughs> well, I don't really dance like that. So like when I like and that's the thing like Jake's like do not drink before the um before the reception and I said, "Okay, that's fine." And like I got I had a couple sips of wine because I was really anxious.
0: Yeah, calm the and, nerves.
1: And um, no, it was it was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just just thinking about it makes me makes me crack up.
0: It was so. it, it was a fantastic reception. Um, I think at one point uh, at the reception, your mother, I think she was about ready to adopt me at one point because obviously, like. Because your brother had been around, and just because of general wedding things, she had spent some time around me at one point, And you know, I was, I knew you obviously. I was getting to know your sister and your brother and her and and whatnot. Um, and uh, your mother comes up, and I'm am seated next to your brother. We were basically in the exact order that we were in in the wedding in terms of your bridesmaids sat, and then you, and then Jake in the middle, and then it was the groomsmen. And uh, so I'm sitting next to your brother and your mother comes up at one point and just wants to dance with your brother. And he's like, no, no, no. And I look at him and I go, it is your sister's wedding. Get up and dance with your mother. <laughs> right. And your mother just looks right. at me and goes, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I kept joking that I think she was about ready to adopt me at one point. Well, it's, it's funny. Like just with regards to dancing, I, I had said, I mean, it was half jokingly. I said to your cousin, again, I could say a great many things about her. I will just continue to use the word lovely. She, you know, your cousin, Aaron, very, very lovely young lady. I had half jokingly and she was there with her boyfriend and whatnot. So I was like, eh, it's not gonna, you know, not gonna happen that when I requested, I said, I'm going to, I'm like, jo- like I I kind of said it in a, like, a dismissive way. Like, I know you're going to say no, but I'm going to ask you for a dance later. And she's just like, nah, it's not going to happen. She's like, I'm going to probably dance with him once, and then that's going to be it. And I I'm okay, fine. Like, I, again, I didn't expect to get, like, a dance with her or whatever. Because, again, she's there with her boyfriend and whatnot, whatever. I was like, yeah, whatever. And so then they, you know, you, you, you and Jake had your dance. Oh, all the couples come out and their dance or whatever. And then another slow song comes on and your cousin comes out dancing with her boyfriend. And, and I kind of give her a look with like raised eyebrows and she's like, this is an exception. This is our song. And I said, that's per, I said, I didn't say a word because again, it was her boyfriend. Like it makes sense that she would be dancing with him. And then she continued to be the one person consistently out on the dance floor. And at one point she kind of looks at me and goes, this is." J-. she's like dancing as she says it, but she's like, this is what happens when you, when some drinks get in me or whatever she, and then she kept referring to herself as the party, well, she kept at one point she was referring to all of us in the bridal party as the party. She's like, that's why they call us the bridal party, you know, cause it does nothing happens until we're there. Cause we're the party. And then as the night went on, she kept referring to herself as the party because she was arguably the only one consistently out there dancing. So I just thought that was hilarious that she like was the one person who was like, I'm gonna dance once and that's it. And then I'm pretty sure she was the one person who danced every single dance. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was um it was quite interesting seeing everybody uh, like cool say cool kid cool kids say lit. Everybody was pretty uh pretty lit.
0: It was yes, it was a it was a fantastic time. I got I got uh like I said I got to meet some some really cool people. Some people uh that I still kind of keep in touch with. Um, and yeah, it was just um. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Like literally, there was one. And I'm not to bring it up, but there was one hiccup right at the, at the reception. And that was it. Like, right. Like there was nothing like pretty much once the wedding part actually got started, like once Aaron and I officially walked down the aisle and there was no more laughing or anything except for that one incident at the reception, everything else. Nope. That's not true. Two incidents at the reception. Sorry about that. There were two, but that was really it, right? It was just those two incidents at the reception. Like nothing else went wrong.
1: I mean, the the, talking about the cake instance,
0: that was when I just remembered that there were two, that was the second one that I thought of.
1: Yeah. So me and Jake did ballroom dance classes for nine months and we had this huge performance. Let me tell you a huge performance to do when we found out the cakes in the middle were like, well, crap. Now we have to do the penguin, like we're we're in middle school, like all over <laughs> the <here>. <laughs> penguin. <laughs> and we're just like, okay, well, I guess we're just gonna have to do it. And I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, well, I'm quite upset, which I'm not really mad about it anymore, cause you know, it was worth it. It was fine. But um, the other one was me almost picking a, almost fighting a guest. <laughs>
0: No, that was, that was a deserved fight though. If it had happened, that was a deserved fight.
1: Like I, I almost fought him and I was like, it's funny because his, his fiance, um, on Monday I went back to work and she was like, why did you fight him? I was like, are you serious right now? She was like, um, you sa-, he said the R word to my friend. I said, the R word is unnecessary. She said, but you don't know the whole story. I said, I don't care about the whole story. I'll cover the whole story, and she's like, no, no, you have to listen, I said, okay, what, she's like, my friend Riley, she called Ryan that, and I said, okay, well, I didn't hear that, I can, I'll can, i talk to her about that, and she's like, that's a growing joke, and now, like, it's so funny, because uh, today, she was like, Ryan really wants you to be, like, helping us plan this wedding, I said, oh, God, no, <laughs> oh, God, no, it was... That's awful but it's so funny because like i almost fought this man i had so much to drink that night but i almost fought this man
0: you had you had so i i'm surprised that you remembered stuff that happened at the end of the night so I, i i think i mentioned earlier that um when i got there and some things were going on and i i you know said to you like oh you only need to remember you know three words or one phrase for this whole weekend i'm the bride or some variation thereof and like i said you put that to use and whatever and and um sheree and i uh joked that um in because she's a big fan i'm a big fan of the show how i met your mother and in that show there's an episode uh towards the end of season one where the two main characters of Marshall and Lily get married. And at one point, um, the one character realizes that if he says it's for the bride, he can get anything. At one point he's like, I, he's, uh, it's cause they, in that they had their wedding and their reception in the same place. So he wanted a drink and he's like, I need a, you know, I need a, a glass of wine or whatever. And the guy was like, I can't serve anything. And, eventually he made the comment it's for the bride and so the guy was like oh you know white or red or whatever and so that's when he started to realize oh this phrase will get me anything so he started to flirt with a girl he's like i need your phone number it's for the bride like you know what i mean like all these things and so i just remember i actually got to use that phrase once when it was very much the end of the night you and i were out and i don't even remember i don't I think it was just you and I, maybe there was one or two other people out. There was like a patio sort of thing outside and we were walking back in and you needed some water and I just go and I just yell and like, they're all take they're taking the tables down and you know, chairs and pulling up the dance floor and all this stuff. And I just go, can we get a drink of water for the bride please? And like two people oh, yeah. dropped what they were doing and went and got you water. <laughs>
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. It's funny because, um, yeah, uh, I, I remember, I remember 95% of the nights. So,
0: well, that's why I was like surprised that we went and we, you know, we all got up and we were all ready to go the next morning because like, I remember you and I, we were there and we were, cause you, you were talking to, um, the one woman who was working the bar and, and whatever. And I just remember at one point, I'm just like,
1: <laughs> what's that? I said, her name was Candace. It tells you how sober, not sober, but it's how, how much I remember. <laughs>
0: um, she was, she was great. And I, I said to her, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I wish I had some cash. Cause I didn't have any cash on me. Actually the, the last cash I had, I had given to, to Jake for something earlier in the day. And so your mother, cause your mother and Jake and myself were all there sort of watching you. Like we were, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to leave sort of without you. And she wanted to make sure you got out of there safe. I didn't even know how I was getting home. Um, I ended up going and having another, uh, drink or two with Dave and his date. And, um, and you know, a few, uh, one, one or two other, uh, activities that we can't, uh, legally talk about um but uh uh so i was um we were you know we were all sort of like watching you making sure that you were okay and i said something about how i i didn't have any cash because i i'm I'm a big believer in you know if there's good service you tip like i i very much believe that and so um i was like i don't have any cash and your mother said something and she's like, oh, I have. And I'm like, I'm not going to – like, I can't take, you know, your money like that because I'm, I'm also not a uh, – I've never really used this phrase, but it's that old me phrase of uh, never a borrower or a lender be. You know, I'll lend money, of course, but I don't like to borrow money off of people, like, generally speaking. And so um, your mother said something about having money, and she goes – No, it's actually Bree's money. It's fine. And I'm like, well, that's not okay, whatever. And she looks at it. She goes, well, you'll just owe Jake the money tomorrow. And Jake's like, what do you mean? She goes, well, he wants to tip the bartender. And And she's like, but he has no cash. And Jake goes, well, that's his own fault. And I looked at him. I said, because I gave you my money. (laughs) You know, and then um, I ended up like sending him the money the next morning and explaining the whole story. And I guess when you guys had gotten your pizza earlier in the day, there was there was some cash left over. So she gave me that money. And so then I gave him, you know, I gave, you know, paper or Apple paid him the money back. But he didn't even remember the entirety of of what was going on or or what have you. But uh, but yes, it was it was an it was a great reception it was a great wedding i'm sure other little bits and things will leak out in in other stories but i don't know was there was there anything else we wanted to talk about with regards to your wedding like i said i i wanted cuz i had the um the perspective of what the guys were doing. And I had heard a little bit, but I obviously didn't have the full story of, of what was going on with the girls. Um, and I know at one point there was, there was talk in the limo on the way to the wedding about how there was some very, uh, adult inappropriate talk, I guess happening while the girls were getting, uh, hair and makeup and dressed and things. And Dave and I just kind of looked at each other and Dave was like in disbelief because I would be willing to bet at almost the exact same time, we, meaning Jake and Dave and myself, and I think uh, uh, Jake's dad, maybe even, we're sitting there in like the, I guess, dining room, like where you have your table sort of in your, yeah. yeah. Uh, We're sitting there talking about the housing market, like investments, cryptocurrency (laughs) and whatever come to find out you ladies are talking about like uh uh things that couples do and you know like (laughs) we were like wow a tale of two worlds here going on
1: (laughs) so it was funny because so what what happened was so i love to tell you the story because it's so funny so my my cousin she was first. I was like, "You're first to do your makeup," and she's like, "Okay, that's fine." And then my, and then the ne- the next hair, the next makeup artist came, comes, and she does she does her makeup, and they're talking about tits, and so like obviously everybody's in there like their silk robes, and my cousin's tits were just hanging out, and the makeup artist was like. You have some great tits.
0: Oh, tits. my and goodness.
1: <laughs> and, like, I was like, what is happening right now? What is happening? So, like, and then all of a sudden you hear um, the her name is um, Jodi. That's the owner of the makeup artist. And she's like, hey, Britt, you have some nice tits. And I'm, like, in the bathroom, and it's echoing. And I was like, shut up. Shut up. Everyone can hear us. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was, it was quite funny. I, it was hilarious.
0: Oh my goodness. A tale of two worlds. Us, us, uh, mature ones over there talking about, you know, investments and like I said, <laughs> like cryptocurrency and the housing market you guys are talking about who has not like that's that to me sounds like what if somebody was like, Oh, what were you guys talking about? And like somebody would think that we were talking about like, you know, when like in like eighties movies or whatever, when got like a, you know, guy not, and I'm not saying all eighties movies or whatever, but like, you know, guys think younger guys think that all girls do at sleepovers is like, talk about boys and have pillow fights and stuff. And like, that's the, that, that male brain of like, that's what girls must do because that's what they think is hot. Do you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. what, this conversation you're saying sounds like what people probably think we were thinking was going on. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was, it was quite funny. I am not going to lie to you. It was, it was probably the funniest thing to ever experience. <laughs> because like Kristen walks in and we're still talking about it and she's just like tits <laughs> tits tits like she like she was questioning us like making sure that's what we we're saying we're like yeah tits and she's like okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i think that's why so like when i said earlier when when she came and she was with us she had mentioned that like you know to if there was ever a point where she needed or any of you needed a laugh or whatever the word boner or you know tits or boobs or you know like all of these things and then so when she was trying to get you know any of us to laugh in particular your your younger brother um it was you know she would say some of those things and uh i I, i'm guessing that's why was because she was like if the girls are laughing at that of course these boys are gonna laugh at it and like (laughs) you know like because and then and then again like to just hear us talking about like you know, quote-unquote real-world sort of stuff, it probably was, like, a a stark contrast where she was just like, is this the same wedding?
1: (laughs) And it was weird because at one point, like, uh, she was like, we have to take, like, slumber party pictures. And let me tell you, like, it was the most funniest thing. So my cousin was, like, throwing candy, and she's like, slumber party! And, like, her robe comes undone and Chris is like oh, tits
0: <laughs> oh my goodness Not
1: trying, and then like everybody else is like oh my gosh what is happening like my sister does it too and I was like what is happening guys what is happening but yeah it was quite funny it was it was it was funniest thing I've ever experienced
0: I mean like I said it was I mean it obviously it sounds like Like, you ladies had a fantastic time, and there's no reason you shouldn't have. It was an absolutely fantastic day. Obviously, there was a few, as we talked about, things that that didn't go right. And I I ended up talking to uh, my mother about it maybe a day or two later, and her thought, and I said this to you, and I said it to you and Jake while the three of us were hanging out, and I don't know if I conveyed it properly, and I don't know if I'll convey it properly now, but her thought was in that sort of traditional... um, superstitious uh mindset if everything had gone well that means sort of everything you, you know it's it everything would go it, it you only have down to go do you know what i mean so like so and we i haven't told this story or anything um but like and we're going to, you know, I'm probably going to get Jake on to tell the story of, you know, when I was mayor of hell, there's a, a <laughs> there's a comment that the guy made that because they have like a little chapel there and you can get married there. And his the sort of the joke is because a marriage that starts in hell has nowhere to go but up, you know, and which I really yeah. I really like that. And so in that way, if every you know what I mean, like, oh, some things some things may have not been exactly as you wanted, but the the continuation of the marriage will just go up from here. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's sort of what she was trying, what my mother was trying to get at when she said, well, if everything had gone without a hitch, then, <clears throat> you know, it's either. Like everything can only go downhill from there or whatever, whereas I guess her sort of thought and superstition sort of thing was if there's one or two mishaps, things can just keep going up from there, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, makes complete sense. Yeah, that's, it's true. So. Once you know. Go ahead. No,
0: no, no, please continue. Go ahead.
1: Once you know, it's gotten bad, you know, the only way is to go up.
0: Absolutely.
1: I all I have to say, have to say. <laughs> uh,
0: so as I said, I'm sure other stories will come out over other episodes, <clears throat> whether you're on them or not. Um, it's a, it's a, for me, I know it was quite the journey for you in terms of planning everything out for what a year and a half or more
1: years
0: two years uh so i'm sure you know it was a longer journey than that i don't want to say for me it was just a week but obviously my trip out there was about a week so there's a lot of a lot of stories that are going to come out about that week but with regards to sort of what you we're doing on the day what you were feeling on the day the reception a few things leading up to all of that do we have anything else that we want to really cover here in this episode
1: um no not really
0: i think i think we covered all of the best moments i think we talked about a lot and i think we talked in depth about the the right things that needed to be talked in depth about um, I know the, you know, at the ends of these, uh, I tend to do like, Oh, social media. I know you and I were talking while I was out there and, and subsequently you're not like a big Instagram person. I know you're on Facebook. I don't know if you're one of those where it's like, Oh, add me or whatever. But like, if you have any social media or anything, uh, that you want to let anybody know where to find you, let them know now.
1: Um, well I'm on Facebook. Um, that's the only social media I have right now for now. Um, uh, I'm under Brianna Um uh, If you find Jake, you'll find me um, If you want to see our wedding photos um, And it's some awesome photography Go to Kristen Shaw Photography um, Shout out, she's like the best photographer She's an awesome person um, And that's it for me
0: If you hadn't, I was going to Yes, definitely Kristen Shaw Photography Like we said sort of at the beginning of this She has uh at the time of this recording or right around there she has or had an exhibit or something i don't quite didn't quite get the whole story but something going on as you said she's writing a book so she is out there moving and shaking and she is absolutely uh wonderful as well um it's not about me i have some pictures up on on social media and stuff from various things um i'm waiting for my particular a particular post on instagram before i post some of my pictures and videos and things from the wedding but uh you can find me twitter and instagram at jpgrb my secondary instagram jpcs.pics has some stuff at least one picture a day from my week while i was out there so you can go check in on that. I wrote you know a little few little things in like the blurb or the com, the caption section, so you could go check that out. As I said, um, other stuff will come out, I'm sure uh, on other shows that we do going forward for all of that, you could find clock shelves on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at clockshelves. Clockshelves.com for, you know, other, again, episodes, things like that. If you wanted to hear anything early and uninterrupted, it's patreon.com slash clockshelves. As always, clockshelves is spelled C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. Um, Bree, it has been absolutely fantastic having you on. Um, I don't know about you. I, and I don't, I don't get this way very often when doing recordings. I was nervous about this because as much... Hi? I was, because I didn't know how you and I would be on, like, a recording. Like, you and I, we could have a conversation. We can have, like, we, you know, we, we message each other and, you know, whatever. But I wasn't sure how this would be, like, sort of just telling this story. I didn't know how much we were going to tell, how little we were going to tell. I didn't know how things were going to go. Um, I'm guessing you didn't feel the same way. <laughs>
1: I didn't think it would be crazy. I I think we are comfortable around each other where we can hold the conversation for almost two hours (laughs) and feel like it was not even ten minutes.
0: Absolutely. Like
1: I mentioned, like I mentioned, we will make a serial killer podcast.
0: I was I was going to bring this up, so I've been, I've been thinking about it. So Brie has been, even before I went out there, it was mentioned once or twice, um, just sort of in passing and, and Jake even mentioned like, Oh, Brie wants to do this and thinks you guys should do it. Brie is very, and, and you ended up, I guess, talking Kevin and Cherie, Sheree in particular into this concept of a serial killer podcast. I have to be honest. Serial killer stuff, not my thing. I'm not against it. One of my cousins is very deeply into it. I have some friends that are, like, super into it. The whole true crime serial killer podcast thing, I don't quite understand it to a certain extent. And what I mean by that is I would feel that whatever stories are out there one it may be solved so what would we be doing two if it's unsolved do we really think we're going to be the ones that solve it three are we just talking about it giving our opinions like i don't i don't quite know what it is and people think that about the stuff that i already do like Oh, there are so many lost podcasts out there. What do you... And I've thought about that myself. Like, what am I bringing to this with, you know, the fact that we did, like, a lost podcast? And my thought was, well, it's, you know, sort of all of our friends and it's our opinions on it and it's a wide range of you know worldwide people talking about it i I used to do a wrestling show and it was me and my friends and it was our opinion because we were fans of different eras and different people and different styles things like that we do the marvel podcast and again it's same thing some people like the movies some people like the tv series and you know different aspects of of those things and and whatever and i have this whole thing of uh great times now is sort of the slogan that we go with and it's uh global reactions enticing global reactions entice i don't can't remember exactly and that's bad on me that i don't remember my own sort of catchphrase for for the clock shelves network um but it, it it is about sort of how it's we bring the the perspective so maybe if we can talk about it and sort of uh talk over what it is, maybe have an example episode of what a true crime or serial killer podcast would be. Um, I'm not opposed to it. Like I said, I'm just, I, I don't understand fully what the concept would be. So we will definitely have to talk about that. And if people want to hear that, definitely get in touch with us. We told you a few moments ago how to get in touch with us. But I definitely think that's something that we need to um, talk about and try to work on in the future.
1: I think if we put our minds together, we'll come up with something really great.
0: I very much agree. Um, but until... Next time, again, whether it's with Brie, whether it's with Jake, whether it's with somebody else, maybe, in the wedding party, or perhaps a a guest at the wedding. Um, For now, I am Paul, that is Brie, and that's all.